Hi, I'm McKenna, and welcome to Fight for the Family, a podcast where we acknowledge Satan and his attacks and use God-given principles and gospel-centered strategies to defend, protect, and strengthen our families. Let's get to work. Welcome back to the ring. Today on Fight for the Family, we have a special guest, Becky Squire. Um, I have gotten the privilege to get to know her a little bit through Instagram, and I really enjoy following her and all of her tips and wonderful um, example of sharing the gospel. Becky loves helping others discover their spiritual gifts so they can boldly share the gospel of Jesus Christ. She's been published in a variety of media, including the Today Show, and is a contributing author to a newly released book entitled You Are Distinct and Different. Becky enjoys dance roping, traveling with her husband and four children, teaching seminary, but most of all, she enjoys studying the gospel and discussing it with others. Um, okay, you'll have to tell me more about dance roping. I think I've seen you do it. Do you like to dance jump rope? Yeah, I've... So... It's more jump roping than dancing, but it's jump roping to songs and making up routines to them. Um, so instead of just like regular jump roping as a workout, I I kind of dance rope yeah. as a workout. That's... And it's super fun. It's like addicting. <laughs> and I look forward to working out every single day. That's awesome. That's what matters. You got to find something you love. I love that so much. I've never heard exactly. it called that before. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I might have made it up. <laughs> I love it. It's a great word for it. Um, yeah. So Fight for the Family is all about identifying Satan and his attacks so that we know how to better combat and fight. Because um, I believe if you don't know who your enemy is, you have <laughs> you have no chance in fighting them, right? Um And I love that you are all about spiritual gifts. So um, I'm excited to hear more today specifically about spiritual gifts through that lens of um, just how Satan's using that to attack the family and what we can do to better strengthen our families with the spiritual gifts realm. Um, So I would love to hear how you got into the spiritual gifts place space. That's a very unique niche. So I have been writing and blogging and sharing gospel topics online for several years now. And, um, and I would just kind of share about whatever was on my mind, really, about the gospel. And, um, but it seemed like everybody was doing that as well, which is great. <laughs> I mean, we, can't, we cannot have enough people sharing the gospel online. Right. <laughs> um, but... One time I happened to share about spiritual gifts and I noticed that um, the engagement was huge. People really um, wanted to hear more about spiritual gifts. And I think as I looked around more on the online space, I noticed that that was a topic that wasn't really um, talked about very much or looked into or studied. And so, um, and it resonated with my audience. And so I started studying more and more about spiritual gifts. And I realized, and we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, but I realized that spiritual gifts have so much to do with our divine identity and with our life's purpose. And that's something that so many people, especially women, um, struggle with is 
knowing who they are, having confidence in who they are, and having a purpose. And I believe that it all comes down to spiritual gifts. I love that. Yeah. I love that you took where you were at already and you paid attention to what people needed from you and, and dove into that. So that's super cool. Um, yeah, women, especially we're so good at second guessing ourselves and doubting ourselves and, and thinking, comparing ourselves yes, and thinking lies about ourselves, right. That we, we don't Mm -hmm. see our potential or feel like we have those gifts. Um, so that goes right into the next question. Yeah. Why do you think Satan wants us to believe that we don't have spiritual gifts? Because I 100% think that he does. Um, so why do you think he likes to attack us in that specific way? Because Satan is all about deception, right? And and like I said, spiritual gifts can give us confidence. And it, and it really, the purpose of spiritual gifts is to bring others closer to Christ. That's the whole purpose. That's what makes spiritual gifts different than talents or abilities or qualities that we have. Um, Because when we use them as spiritual gifts, we are literally bringing others closer to Christ, including ourselves sometimes. Right. And so that's why Satan doesn't want us to believe that we have any, because when we believe that we have them and when we use them, oh my gosh, we (laughs) have so much power to change the world. (laughs) Yep. For reals, though, yeah, he knows that when we discover what they are, like, look out, right? And he, he loves to yeah. keep us down and not access those special powers. Um, yep. Okay, so I would love to hear kind of your process of discovering spiritual gifts because I know we're really good at seeing other people's gifts. We're not always very good at seeing our own. Um, and I feel that way sometimes, too, where I'm like, what am I good at? What is the thing that I, you know, where, where is my ability to help that's different than other people's? Cause we do all have different spiritual gifts, right? And we don't all have the same ones necessarily. Yeah. Um, right. which I think is intentional and important. Yeah. Um, but how have you found to find spiritual gifts? So that's actually one thing that I, um, tell people when I, you know, I teach women and young women, youth groups, how to discover their spiritual gifts. And that's one of the ways is kind of what you said is I tell them to ask their trusted family members and friends what spiritual gifts they see in them. Because just like you said, it's often easier to see the gifts in others than it is in ourselves. So that's one way to do it. (laughs) Um, Another way is obviously to pray and ask Heavenly Father. He's not trying to hide your spiritual gifts from you. Right. He wants you to know what they are. Um, but at the same time, he wants you to use them for the purpose that they're intended for <laughs> and not to build yourself up. Right. And right. so, um, so I think that's why he's, he doesn't, you know, put a big whiteboard <laughs> sign in front of everybody's face telling them what their spiritual gifts are, because we have to be in the right space and, um, have the right intentions in using them. Right. But he wants you to know what they are. So pray and ask him what they are. Um, two more, two more ideas. (laughs) One is if you have your, your patriarchal blessing, your, that will tell you what your spiritual gifts are. Um, if you don't have your patriarchal blessing, then go get it. Yes. (laughs) And it will tell you what your spiritual gifts are. Um, and that could be a whole other podcast episode, but that's a really good (laughs) 
And then the last way is a shameless plug for me is I have a free quiz on my website. Yes. And it's totally fun. Um, but it's also accurate. I love all the comments and messages that I get back from people saying, I can't believe this is what it says in my patriarchal blessing, or this is what so many people tell me is my spiritual gift. So, um, so take the quiz and find out what your spiritual gift is. Yeah. Start right there. That's Start awesome. There. Well done in creating an accurate quiz. That's impressive. Oh, um, well, thank you. So just kind of on that note, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on why we all don't have like why we all have different gifts and and why it's important that we have different gifts so i mean it's just kind of like um the the body of the church the body of christ right like we we need the church needs people with different abilities different talents um to do different things and so we are all given different gifts of course a lot of us have the same gifts, but um, what's cool about that is that we can all use our gifts in different ways. And so, you know, if I have the gift of um, teaching and you have the gift of teaching, that's going to look very different. Right. Because for, for example, me, I, um, I would not be good at teaching children. I look at like <laughs> elementary school teachers and that's like my worst nightmare. Right. I do not want to do that. <laughs> um, but like you, I mean, I don't know you, but let's just say like you might be an elementary school teacher or somebody who would just be better at that than another person. Right. right. So there's a lot of different ways that people can be good teachers. And in that same way, there's a lot of different ways that, that we can all use our spiritual gifts in our own ways. And that's so important to be able to build up the church and to give the world uh, a, a better chance of goodness. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I love how you touched on that. We can have the same gift, but use it in different ways. I think that's a really important one to hit on. Yeah. I think too, going back to women in comparison, right? We, it's, yeah. it's really easy to see someone have a gift that you wish you were good at, or that maybe you kind of have, but it's looking different than yours and compare and think that you aren't needed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think it's so good to remember that if we had all, if we all had the same gifts, we wouldn't be able to get very far. Right. But because we have different gifts or manifest them in different ways, that really does build the kingdom and serve people in, in a much fuller, (laughs) complete way than if we had the same. So I think that's so good to remember, especially as women, when we compare um, that we are all needed the way that we are. And it wouldn't be helpful if we were all the same or had similar gifts or the same gifts. Um, yeah. Okay. So but this, I would oh, also, I would also add to that and ask Heavenly Father to help us develop gifts that we don't have. Yeah. Um but I think it's important to not do it in a comparison way or in a covetous way. Right. Right. Um, But if we truly are sincere about desiring a gift that we don't have um, and, and for the purpose of bringing others or ourselves closer to Christ, then I don't see why heavenly father would not let us build that because ultimately we're building 
his kingdom right. as we do so. So, um, so I've had an experience where I have asked him for a certain gift that I didn't have, and he blessed me with it. And I think it was for a temporary time, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it. So you can do that for sure. Yeah, that's such a good point. And yeah, as you were saying that, I was thinking how there are different seasons where you need different gifts, right? Um, as a yeah depending on your calling or how old your kids are or where you're at in life, you do need different gifts. So that's such a good reminder that we don't always maybe have the same gifts. We can change gifts or get better at one than another um, or ask specifically for gifts yeah. that we need at different times. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, okay. So this, Thank you. this next question um, I'm really excited to hear about Um I'd love to hear some ways that you have found to use and develop your spiritual gifts when life is just super overwhelming. Um, and specifically through the lens of parents with little kids. Cause I know I'm in that stage. I have three kids. They are seven, five and nine months old. And there are some days where like, you're just kind of got your blinders on. Everyone is, you know, you're really focused. Selfish is the wrong word, but you know, you're very like a self focused times and we have seasons where that happens. And so how, how have you found to still use and develop spiritual gifts in those seasons where it feels like there is no room to do so? Well, if you are in that season of life, um, I think it's important to recognize that yes, you do have those blinders on. And because of that, you may not be able to see that you are using your spiritual gifts. Being a mom <laughs> is the most incredible spiritual gift <laughs> there is. And there's, you're using a million spiritual gifts being <laughs> a mom. And so, so, and that can be hard to remember. Yeah. Um, I've been, th- I've been there with four little ones and, um, and it's, yeah, it's definitely hard to get out of your head and to see it, but I think it's important to remember that you are using your spiritual gifts and um, you know, spiritual gifts don't have to be just like in the scriptures where it talks about the gift of prophecy, the gift of revelation, the gift of healing, the gift of tongues. Those are all great spiritual gifts. um, And they sound really like grand and miraculous and they, and they are, but there's also spiritual gifts that are not mentioned in the scriptures. And a lot of spiritual gifts are just so simple and we don't even realize that we're using them um, or that we're blessed with them. And so I think um, that if you're feeling that way, just to kind of take a step back and look at everything you're doing, or if that's too hard, look at another young mom and look at what she's doing and tell yourself, you know, Oh, she is being so patient while her, two-year-old throws a tantrum that's a spiritual gift or she is um so loving because she's you know making the same stupid lunch um or you know I mean gosh I have I have a list not with me right now but I have a list of 72 spiritual gifts and I bet there's like at least 50 of them on there that you're using as a as a mother of young children yeah. I love that to focus on, well, one, to not, to look at someone else, right. And, and observe, 
um, but to also focus on the small things. Um, so how have been some unique or like smaller ways that you have found to use your spiritual gifts to bless others that aren't like maybe like as obvious or big or I don't know. Um, so I think one of my spiritual gifts is, well, I know one of my spiritual <laughs> gifts is the gift of listening. And I think that one is underrated sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been told I have that gift by a lot of people. And, um, just last summer I was driving with, um, a new friend, a new neighbor and, um, I didn't know her very well. And so I thought and we were going on a long drive and I thought, Oh, this will be a great opportunity for us to, to get to know each other better. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is she talked the entire time <laughs> and I, I got back and I was kind of telling my husband like, well, yeah, it was, I know her really well because she <laughs> just talked and talked and talked, you know, <laughs> like she wouldn't let me get a word in. Yeah. And my husband said, um, he said, you know, I was expecting him to say like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But he said, you know what? That's because you are such a good listener. Oh, and I my was good like, husband. <laughs> I know. And the same thing happened just a few weeks ago. The same exact thing with a different person. <laughs> and I came home and I was, I was just about to tell my husband, well, I couldn't even get a word in. And before I said that, I just thought, you know what? Maybe that she just needed somebody to listen to her. Yeah. And so I think that's one of my spiritual gifts that is very small and simple and kind of goes unnoticed by me anyway. I hope it doesn't go unnoticed by other people. Um, because I know that when somebody listens to me, I feel validated and I feel loved. So, yeah. So yeah, that's one that, that I, that I, have and I like about myself that I need to be better at. Too. Yeah, that's a beautiful example. I think we underestimate a lot of those small things. Um, something that I am good at, which I've never thought of it as a spiritual gift before, although I have prayed, like I ask for God to bring people to my memory and I text them. So like, I'll just oh, be like, hey, let me know fun. who needs me to text them today. And I'll just, I will literally have people who I haven't thought about in six months a year, five years come to my brain and I'll oh, just wow. shoot them a text. Right. And I've never thought about that as a spiritual gift until literally this moment. Um, but I think oh, you're right. Definitely a spiritual gift. Yeah. I've just never like equated that as a spiritual gift, but when people text me out of the blue, that always makes me feel really good and seen and remembered mm-hmm. because life is insane. And sometimes you're like, Oh, I wish someone would just like check in on me. And yeah. you know, and so, Yeah. Thank you for that. That was really cool. Um, I think, yeah, we do underestimate those really small things that help people feel seen and heard, even if in the moment it didn't feel like something that you were doing that was really good, right? Like someone's talking at you for a long time, and that meant probably a lot to both of those people that you were willing to listen and be there and mm-hmm. and um, and hear them. So that is so cool. Yeah. Um. So we don't have too much time left, but, um, I just want us to see if there, is there anything else that you would share from the lens of Satan 
wanting us to not know or use our spiritual gifts and how to um, counteract that. Anything else that you would share about that that we haven't already talked about? I think, I think just try to be more aware of every time you have a thought of comparison or, or even just that you're not good enough, um, start to recognize that as Satan. And when you start recognizing that as Satan, start replacing those thoughts and it will, you'll teach yourself and it will become a habit and then it will become easier. Um, but replace those thoughts with, um, I have the spiritual gift of this. I have, and you'll have to do the work to discover what your spiritual gifts are. Um, and it's also important to remember that it doesn't do much good just knowing what your spiritual gifts are, but we have to use them. Yeah. And so, so first step is discover what they are. Second step is to use them. And the third step will come automatically. You will start to change the world. Yeah. I love that. Action is so huge and Satan's so good at, um, letting fear or helping fear to keep us from acting. Right. Cause we might know that we're good at this, but we're like, mm-hmm. you know, what if they think that I'm this certain way or what if they, you know, if they get embarrassed or what yeah. if I ask them this question and they're like, why are you asking me that question? Right. There's so many things we let fear stop us. Um, and Satan yeah. loves that. And we, yeah. So we got to act. Acting is so huge. Um, how have you, cause your kids are like, teenagers right you've got teenagers now I have three teenagers and my youngest is 12 okay um so now that your kids are older how have you seen them I should have like this is a totally out of the blue question but how have you seen them start to discover their spiritual gifts and how have you been able to maybe help them to see their spiritual gifts as they are now growing and being able to see it more themselves I think that something that kids really don't pay attention to or learn about. Um, and I think that needs to change. And that's something, you know, as I go around to like young women's groups and youth groups to talk about spiritual gifts, um, I think that's the most important age where they need to start discovering. And so I have tried to teach my kids and, and help them discover what their spiritual gifts are. Um, two of them have their patriarchal blessings. And so, you know, I tell them to go through that and to like highlight parts that talk about gifts or, um, or even like adjectives about them that can be a spiritual gift. Yeah. And then, and then I try to, you know, when, the, when I see them using it, I always try to say something like, oh, I noticed that you, um, you know, you, were really obedient today <laughs> to say to a teenager. I don't, I don't really, I don't really say it like that. Just, you know, I'll just say, Oh, you know, you've always been so obedient. I have one son. That's like his spiritual gift is he's so obedient. <laughs> um, he's so great. And, um, and so anyways, the point is I just try to point it out when I see them using it Yeah. so that they recognize it in themselves. Yeah. That's huge. Um, so my seven-year-old is like this spiritual old soul. She's amazing. Uh-huh. And something that I work on 
really hard with her is helping her recognize the spirit, right? And so she'll say something or we'll do something. And I'll be like, what are you feeling right now? That's a spirit. Mm-hmm. So I love that you do the same thing with spiritual gifts because, um, like, our kids, they they are just, like, these little warriors. I was in Young Women's for two years during the pandemic. And just seeing the youth, mm-hmm. they, are, they are up against things we've never, ever, mm-hmm. ever seen before. And they are just amazing little resilient spirits. And so I think every chance we can to, to show them what they're capable of and that they're not alone and that they are equipped is huge because they're going to need every ounce of that, that we can give them. So, um, I think that's a great reminder to help our kids, kids find them and acknowledge them and help them be able to develop those as well. Um, okay. So I just want to end, um, since we are, a family focused podcast. Um, what is something that you specifically like to do with your family that brings you closer together and connects you? Um, maybe something that you guys do often that you love to do as family. Um, so it's getting fewer and far between because (laughs) as my kids get older, they're just gone a lot. Um, but in fact, I'm literally texting my daughter her curfew right now. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. But um, one thing we <laughs> we love to do is um, we have these family picnics in our basement, in our family room mm-hmm. um, that we have done since they were little. It actually started. It actually started when my husband and I were too poor to um, like go out on dates. Yeah, because we couldn't afford like babysitters, and so we would we would bring takeout home and we would eat on a picnic blanket in our family room. <laughs> and then as the kids got older, we just started doing that, and um, we do it all the time still. And um, so we love doing like just simple things like that. But we also love to travel. Um, we love to go to the national park, mm-hmm. try to hit all the national parks that we can in the country and and in Canada as well. Um, but my oldest is leaving on a mission in a couple months. So, um, so those family trips will be, I guess, retired probably for a while. So, um, yeah, but yeah, just, I mean, just spending time together. And I love when we are out on our patio talking and it always, the conversation always goes to like gospel topics and gospel questions. And I love hearing the things that are on their mind. Yeah. And the things that they're worried about. And luckily my husband has like all of the answers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just awesome. turn it over to him and it's fun to listen to, but yeah. yeah, those are kind of the things we like to do. That's awesome. It really is those simple things repeated. Like that's really what binds families together in amazing ways. So I love that. We actually did a picnic dinner tonight. That's something we do often too. So that's, that's fun that you guys do that too. It's such a simple, fun one. Um, well, Becky, thank you so much for today. Today was amazing. I loved getting to hear um, more about spiritual gifts and pick your brain. Um, let, um, well, I just wanted to tell people where they can find you. Um, Becky's got a great Instagram account at Becky Squire. And then you also have a website, BeckySquire.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they can find your quiz right yes uh-huh perfect and there's lots of different ways you can work with becky 
Um, so if you liked what you heard today, make sure you go and check her out. Thanks so much, Becky. Well, friends, I can't thank you enough for taking a few moments to spend in the ring with me today. If you found this podcast helpful, I would so appreciate if you reviewed it, shared it with some friends, took a picture and tagged me on your stories. I really believe that every family is worth fighting for. And so if you would help me spread the word, that would be so appreciated. Um, Hope you have a wonderful day. See you next week. And remember that your family is worth fighting for.